Well, praise the Lord. God bless. It is the end, almost the end of a Sabbath day, which I am sure we all enjoyed ourselves in the house of the Lord. Praise God. Once again, God has given us life, life that we would be able to come before him and say thank you. And truly, I did that this morning. I enjoyed myself. I really did. And I know the congregation did as well. A wonderful word that God gave us. Yes, sanctified us, set us apart today so that we would understand that we have freedom. And that freedom, yes, Lord God, would be to call upon his name and ask for forgiveness for sins. Sins that we have committed, whether we want to admit it or not, we have sinned. And so it is important for us to ask God for forgiveness. As the children of Israel did in the book of Numbers, yes, the book of Numbers, when uh, they rebelled against God and against Moses. And uh, Moses, uh, he, all he could do was stand there at all. Uh, a people that have been delivered from bondage is now crying out and crying against God speaking against God. And on that day, when they did that, God sent serpents, fiery serpents, yes, to uh, bite on them. Uh, Yeah, to chastise them. Yes, he did. With that, they came back to Moses and said, will you please go to God for us and tell him we're sorry. We sinned against God and we sinned against you. And we asking for forgiveness, yes, and God gave a remedy that Moses would put a fiery serpent upon a pole, upon a staff, at the top of the staff. And when they would look at that fiery serpent, they would be healed of their sins and of their wounds that the snakes was applying to them. Listen, it is time for us to understand that God is in control of all things. And we can't speak against him. But what we can do is be reconciled to him the way things should have been always. Yes, but it is because of the mind of man that we are in the circumstances that we are in today. Jesus himself came to save us from all evil. Yes, to save us, to deliver us from ourselves, if you may say, but from a burning hell. And so today, This is the Faith Power Hour Show. Once again, we are here, God's Living Water Ministry, CLG, to encourage you. Yes, the lost and the found. Yes, and I really am talking about the lost tonight. That you may seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Because there will come a day that there will be nowhere to run, nowhere to hide. And just like... 9-11, September the 11th, yes, 20 years ago, when evil struck the Twin Towers down in New York City. Come on, let's talk about it. Will you pray with me? Oh, Father God, thank you, Jesus. Lord, we thank you for this day, this hour. We thank you for a chance, oh, Lord God, to live, to breathe. Lord God, truly, we know on this anniversary Oh, Lord God, that there were so many lives lost because of the evil that plagued this world. The evil, oh, Lord God, hallelujah, that exists. Satan himself, who comes to kill, steal, and destroy. 
Father God, we're praying for the families who have lost loved ones. For those, oh Lord God, that were involved in this tragedy and are still being affected by it today. We're praying, Lord God, that you will send peace their way. Lord God, that you will heal their minds and their broken hearts. Father God, we need you right now. There's no one else, oh Lord God, that can comfort us the way that you do. There is no comparison right now, Lord God. So we're asking you to speak to us. Help us to understand, oh Lord God, what we must face. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord God. Help us to understand what we must do. Yes, Lord God, to save ourselves. Oh Lord God, hallelujah. Because evil still is running rampant in this world. Oh Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord God, stay the hand of the evil one. Oh, Lord God, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. There was a great tragedy that happened September 11th, 20 years ago. A great tragedy. People died, oh, Lord God, at the hands of evil men at the hands of an evil nation that decided that they wanted to kill in Maine. Yes. It was sad, and it still is sad today. We have not forgotten what has happened, and I don't think we ever will forget what happened. I was watching the anniversary on television yesterday while at work and the names that were called and with every name and every picture tears began to run from my eyes and I I began to sob because so many people died oh Lord God without a cause there was no reason for anyone to do what they did that day but they did it only because the word of God says in the book of John chapter 10 Verse 10 said, the thief comes but to kill, steal, and destroy. When Jesus spoke those words, he was trying to get us to understand that the enemy has no goodwill towards mankind. And that his only motivation is to kill, to destroy mankind any way that he possibly can. And for someone to get in an airplane and fly it into a building, we know that that is nothing but sheer evil. My heart still uh, mourns for those people who were trapped in the buildings, for those people who were flown directly into the building, nowhere to run, nowhere to hide. People were jumping out of the buildings, yes, Lord God, trying to save their lives Hallelujah, they didn't care how hard, hallelujah, they would hit the pavement. They just didn't want to feel the fire that was scorching at them. Some of them didn't have any choice. They were trapped in a position where they would just have to sit and burn. How tragic. Oh, Lord God, thank you, Jesus. How tragic is that? Yes, Lord God, that they would have to die that way. There's no amount of awards that you can give to people, hallelujah, for putting their lives on the line, for running into a burning building. 
knowing that it just may be your last time. And even yet and still, this building was so tall that they had to know that the possibility of that building crumbling down upon them was evident. It was imminent. But they ran in anyway. They ran in to save lives. Oh, Father God, in the name of Jesus, they put their life on the line for a lot of people, for many people, and still many have died. And when the building came down, everybody realized that all hope was gone. All hope was gone, but they still kept on pressing on. Those who were left still continued to move towards people trying to save them. They would not give up. I thank God today that there are men and women in this world today that will put their lives on the line for their brothers and their sisters. Yes, for the children, because there were children that died in that fire as well. To God be the glory, Lord, we're asking today that you mend the hearts of all those who have lost loved ones in this fire, in this tragedy, in this evil that was placed upon us that day. I come to talk to you tonight to encourage you to not let the same thing happen again. You have a chance because there is another fire that is going to happen, another pending fire, yes, that is going to happen. God says the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. We know that there is a heaven and there is a hell. And there is people who don't want to believe in this today, but no preacher goes out to try and preach uh, for no reason at all, to try and help and save people. These are the firemen of today. Every elder, every bishop, yes, every pastor, every child of God, we are the firemen, firewomen of today. That we go out to preach, hallelujah, to all those who would listen, to help them to understand that there is a pending fire. There is, oh Lord God, hallelujah, a fire that is going to burn, hallelujah, and there will be nowhere to run once again, nowhere to hide. But this time there will be nobody running in to save you. Yes, Lord God, hallelujah, because this earth is going to burn with a fervent heat. Yes, Lord God, when judgment day comes, Jesus is coming. I need you to know right now today that the book of John chapter 12 verse 47, Jesus explains that he did not come the first time to judge us. No, he did not come to judge us. He came to save us. Even if we didn't want to hear his words, he said, I still came to save you. I'm going to do whatever I can to save you. That's why he went to the cross. The only fireman that could possibly save us was Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. He went to the cross. Yes. He took a punishment that none of us would be able to take. Yeah. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. He allowed people to beat him, spit on him, bruise him, undescribably beat him. The only fireman 
hallelujah, that could save us, took on the world, took on Satan himself, hallelujah, to save a world from sin. For God so loved this world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever would believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Yes, for God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Today, we all have a chance. Yes, this will not be a tragedy this time. This will be a punishment. This will be an appending judgment upon all those who fail to accept the name of Jesus. And how simple is it to be that you give Christ your life? How much sorrow will it be, O oh Lord God, for you to find yourself in the pits of hell, burning for the rest of your life, wanting to die, but you would not be able to die? Can you imagine the fire being so great, but all you can do is sit in a corner somewhere and shiver from the flames that is burning upon your body. No one wants to live that way. How simple is it to just say, Jesus, I'm a sinner. Save me, oh Lord God, forgive me, I repent unto you. How much more simpler can it be? That we don't want to listen to the preachers. We don't want to listen to the prophets. We don't want to listen to the word of God. Everybody has a Bible. Don't let it be said too late. I will tell you the truth. We don't have to worry about the enemy because the enemy is going to do what he's going to do. He's seeking to destroy us. What we really have to worry about is ourselves. I hope you hear me today. We have to worry about ourselves and the decisions that we make according to the will of God. Yes, we can't blame nobody but ourselves. If we don't make the right decision, we're throwing our own selves into a fire that does not have to be. You have a choice. You have a chance to save yourselves. Oh, Father God, come and go with me to 2 Peter, starting at the third chapter, 2 Peter chapter 3. And we're going to read and hear what Peter has to say. He says, this is the second epistle, beloved, I now write unto you, in both which I stir up your pure minds by way of remembrance. He wants you to remember something. Today we are remembering, hallelujah, 9-11 and all the people who lost their lives in that fire. He says that ye may be mindful of the words which were spoken before by the holy prophets and of the commandment of us, the apostle of the Lord and Savior. Knowing this first, that there shall come in the last days scoffers walking after their own lusts. There's going to be people who, who right now, right now, today, don't believe in the words that I am saying right now, but I am trying to encourage you to understand that these words are true. Yes, yes, yes. We don't stand, hallelujah, just to be talking, just to be talking. It's going to happen, and it's in the Word of God, and it's written, and everything that you see happening today, even on 9-11, Yes, God told us that there will be evil people just as what you saw on that day. He said there will be scoffers walking after their own lust and saying, where is the promise of his coming? Oh, he's coming. I'm telling you now it's getting closer and closer. For since the fathers fell asleep, 
all things continue as they were from the beginning of the creation. They are trying to say that Jesus is never coming and anything that is going to happen has not happened yet. But I need you to know, take heed that the Bible already speaks of what you are hearing today. The enemy that you face today is yourself. Because you need to make the right decision. What decision will you make to save your own life? And the decision you make to save your life today may save your children's life tomorrow. You may be the fireman trying to put the fires out in their lives. But you got to make the decision. As I said, Sunday after Sunday, the only enemy we really have is ourselves because we choose not to believe in the name of Jesus Christ. He says here, that since they have fallen asleep, nothing has happened. Verse 5, he says, For this they are willing, hallelujah, willingly are ignorant of that. By the word of God, the heavens were of old, and earth standing out of the waters and in the waters. Not knowing that this earth, hallelujah, was created out of water, poured up out of the water, Peter is trying to tell us. From the beginning, he says in verse 6, whereby the world that then was being overflowed with water perished. He's talking about Noah days. Nobody believed Noah when Noah was trying to tell them that it was going to rain. And why didn't they? Because living in the desert, no one would actually see rain. Water was something that you prayed for every single day, that your crops would grow. And Noah was trying to tell them, even while he was building the boat, nobody believed, just as no one is believing now. When they see what happened on 9-11, they still refuse to believe we're our own enemy. And when we saw COVID-19, coronavirus, wiping out massive people, people's dead bodies being loaded onto the back of trucks, can you understand what I'm saying to you right now? These things are happening right before our eyes, but we still fail to believe. Just like these people in Noah days, they did not want to believe. He says, but the heavens and the earth which are now by the name, by the same word, are kept in store, reserved unto fire against the day of judgment and perdition of ungodly men. What that is saying is that now God had promised, promised Noah that there would be no water to destroy the earth again. And he put a rainbow in the sky. That's the reason you see the rainbow, not for the way that they're celebrating it right now. The rainbow was a way of, re of reminding God that he would not destroy this earth by water again. Oh, I know we have seen many floods, but the earth was not destroyed by those floods. Maybe cities and towns, hallelujah, brought massive destruction, but he did not destroy the world. I'm trying to help us to know today that the next judgment will be fire. That's why the rainbow was put in the sky to remind God not to destroy the world by water ever again. That was the promise made to Noah. Read the book of Genesis and you'll find out all of these things so that you won't have to be lied to. Again, we are our own worst enemy. Listen, 
I'll read seven again. But the heavens and the earth, which are now by the same word, are kept in store, reserved unto fire against the day of judgment and perdition of ungodly men. That means all of those who have not accepted the name of Jesus Christ and asked for forgiveness and repented of their sins and asked Jesus to be their Lord and Savior, believing that he is the Son of God. Those are the ungodly men of perdition. The ungodly women as well. Hallelujah, because he don't just mean men, but he means one man. Every man woman and child who have not accepted the name of Jesus. He says, but beloved, be not ignorant. He doesn't want us to be ignorant, Peter says. Be not ignorant of this one thing, that the one day, hallelujah, that one day is with the Lord as a thousand years, and a thousand years as one day. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as men would tell you. Hallelujah. But is long suffering to us, Ward, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. He is waiting and giving us time. That's why he said in his word in John 12, 47, I did not come to condemn you. I came to save you and I'm giving you time. Oh, how much more time do you need? Can you see the things that is happening in this world today? Oh, praise the Lord. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we need you right now. Yes, Lord God. He says, I'm trying to give you time to repent. Yes, to come to repentance that you would not perish because he doesn't want us to perish. That's why he sent his son. That's why he sent him. The one fireman, hallelujah, that can save us went to the cross. He bore the cross in our name and they did despicable things to him. Yes, that was a tragedy. Oh, Lord God, the only man that can suffer through, no one else could have done it. Oh, Lord God, thank you, Jesus. God's son came to save us. Verse 10, but the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night in which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. Can you see the towers burning with fervent heat? Are you willing to stand, hallelujah, on that day and not accept Christ when the simplest thing that you can do is accept Christ saving you? Hallelujah. This may also save your children if they see your walk of life. Oh, come on, people. Don't let this tragedy, hallelujah, be something that you could have avoided. Hallelujah. But the day will come and it will come like a thief in the night. You won't even know it. And the great noise and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up. Everything is going to be burned up. Seeing then, listen to what Peter says, seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of person ought ye be? Hallelujah. In all holy conversation and godliness. He's saying, what are you going to do? Listen, we see things happening today. We see them happening all over the earth. I pray that you are hearing my words tonight. Because it makes me cry and I get so sad when I think about what could have happened, what could have been done. 
But there was nothing that we can do. Those evil people was determined to do what they were going to do. And they're still determined today. Oh, Father God, in the name of Jesus. But there is something else more, hallelujah, that we should be concerned about. How will we live out our last days on this earth? Knowing that the one day, hallelujah, will come that no one will be able to run. No one will be able to hide. But there will come a day when only the righteous will be able to stand. Only the righteous will be caught up to meet him on that day. And when the righteous are all caught up to meet him in the air, oh Lord God, all of those who will be the sons and daughters of perdition will find themselves burning away forever. Nowhere to run. Nowhere to hide. He says, what ought of man, what ought of person should you be, hallelujah, on that day, knowing that these things will happen? He says, seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of person ought ye be in all holy conversation and godliness, looking for and hasting unto the coming of the day of God. You're, you should be getting ready, getting yourself prepared. Wherein the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. Nevertheless, we according to his promise, look for a new heaven and a new earth wherein dwelleth nothing but the righteous. Wherefore, beloved, seeing that ye look for such things, be diligent that ye may be found of him in peace without spot and blameless. It is time. It is time. Yes, it's time for you to make up your mind and get it right with God. Stop listening to what other people say. This is what's killing. This is what's destroying us. This is what's keeping us from being saved by the one fireman. The one fireman that can do it all. Oh, Father God, the one fireman who will stand, hallelujah, who stood in the gap for us. He won't do it again because the next time he comes, oh, Lord God, he will not be able to do it for us again because he's coming back to get the righteous. All those who took the necessary time to get it right. There will not be no time for him to save us when he comes back the second time. When he comes back the second time, time will be run out. And there will be no way for you to get saved then. No way for you to repent then. He says, whatever you're doing when I return, continue doing. If you're holy, be holy. If you're filthy, be filthy. If you're sinful, be sinful. There is nothing that you can do to change. Listen, the only fireman... Hallelujah, the only fireman that will ever be able to save us from that pending judgment is Jesus Christ. And it says here in Isaiah 53, Who have believed our report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant, and as a root out of the dry ground he shall, know, shall have no form nor comeliness, and when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire. 
Oh, Father God, in the name of Jesus, he is despised and rejected. Yes, this fire man, Jesus Christ himself, he was despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid as if it were our faces from him. He was despised and we esteemed him not. We had no care for him. Hallelujah. Do you care about what Jesus went through? We care about those firemen who died in 9-11. We cry for them. I cry for them. I weep, hallelujah, for them. Hallelujah. How is it that we do not weep for Jesus Christ? He says, surely he have borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we did esteem him and stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But he was wounded, listen, for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. It is with his stripes we are healed when we look to him, hallelujah, for forgiveness. He heals of not just of sicknesses, but of sins. Everybody believes that his stripes was just for the healing of our sicknesses, but it was for the healing of our sins as well. It was for the healing of a multitude of things that mankind would go through. Yes, this is the one fireman, hallelujah, that can put out the flames of death, hallelujah, and give you life, giving water, the living water, yes, the bread of life. It is him, Jesus Christ, the son of the living God. He says here in verse six, all we are like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. That's talking about us. We just, we're our own worst enemy. Hallelujah. And the Lord have laid on him the iniquity of us all. He took it upon himself to take that fire from away from us. But we have to accept him in order to have this salvation, in order to have this deliverance, we must accept the son of the living God. It says he was oppressed And he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He was brought as a lamb to the slaughter and as a sheep before her sharers. His dumb is dumb, so he opened not his mouth. He didn't say anything or do anything. No, why? Because he wanted to save us. He would not even cry out. He took the punishment for us all. It says he was taken from prison and from judgment, and who shall declare his generation? For he was cut off out of the land of the living, for the transgressions of my people was he stricken. He was cut off. He had no family or anything that he could have made his own. His own generation was wiped away. Why? Because he decided to die for mankind. And he made his grave with the wicked and with the rich, in his death because he had done no violence neither was any deceit in his mouth he had done no wrong yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him he had put him to grief then hallelujah when thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin he shall see his seed he shall prolong his days and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in the hand, in his hand. I need you to know right now, today, 
what Jesus Christ did. Hallelujah. He gave his life for the world. Just as these firemen would run up into the Twin Towers to to save many people, Jesus Christ went up on the cross. That right now today, all you have to do is look to him and ask him for forgiveness and you'll save yourself from the pending judgment to come, which is hell. Yes, therefore, there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Yes, it is time for us to stop being our own worst enemy and be a hero to yourself and repent for your sins. If you don't know Christ tonight, we here at the Faith Power Hour encourage you to get to know him. And if you do know him, hallelujah, if you are the found, we pray that you will hold on to his unchanging hand, that you will continue to walk in the spirit and not in the flesh. Trusting in the Lord with all your heart and leaning not to your own understanding, but acknowledge him in all thine ways and letting him direct your path. Yes, this is the key to fear the Lord and flee from evil. It shall be health to thy navel and marrow to thy bones. Healthy, wealthy, and wise, I always say, will you give God, hallelujah, will you give your life to Jesus today? Will you allow Jesus to be the propitiation for your sins? Will you accept the free will offering that he came to give you? Will you look to Jesus, the author and the finisher of your faith? Will you give him a chance to show you the truth, the way, and the life? Because there is no other way that you can come to the Father except you come to him. He says here in John chapter 1, hallelujah, verse 9. He says, hallelujah, with his words of peace and his words of love and his words of compassion. He says, if we confess of our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Are you willing to confess today? Will you say these words with me? Father, I have sinned, and before you only have I sinned. Lord God, I repent of my sins. Save me, O Lord God, for I believe that you died on the cross for my sins to give me victory, O Lord God, to give me life. I believe that you rose again in three days to conquer sin, hallelujah, and death, and to give me eternal life. I believe that you are the Son of God, Yes, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, say, save me, Jesus. Save me, Jesus. Hallelujah. Save me, Jesus. I repent. Cleanse me and wash me and make me whole. Call upon his name now. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Hallelujah. If you have said these words, then you have been cleansed and made whole. Welcome to the household of faith. For it says in Romans 10, 
Hallelujah. Give your life to Christ. It says in Romans 10 verse 9 and 10. That if ye shall confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and shall believe in thine heart that God have raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. I pray tonight that you have given your life to Christ. Father God, right now in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We thank you for another chance, O Lord God, to have your word revealed to us. We're asking, O Lord God, hallelujah, for prayers. Hallelujah, we pray to those who have lost people, O Lord God, and those twin towers, for the pain that they are feeling right now today at this anniversary. Lord, we're praying that we know that there is no sorrow that you can't heal that you will go to each and every one of them and hold them in your arms. Hallelujah, let them feel your presence, oh Lord God. Let them feel your comfort. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we can't make it without you. And there is so much sorrow in this world. Lord God, there are tears running day and night. Children have lost their fathers, their uncles, their grandfathers. Lord, my God, wives have lost husbands and husbands have lost wives. Brothers and sisters, oh Lord God, are crying today. Lord God, for the loved ones that they have lost. Lord God, in the name of Jesus, hallelujah, we're praying right now that you will heal, oh Lord God, the sorrows of the land, hallelujah, but that you will also prepare them and help them to know that it is time, oh Lord God, hallelujah, that it is time that they give their hearts to you before it is too late. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you right now for the lives that were spared. We thank you, oh Lord God, mend their ways, oh Lord God, hallelujah, help them to be the laborers in the vineyard, hallelujah, in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord God. Yes, Lord God. We thank you now. We thank you. We thank you in Jesus' name. We thank you. Amen. 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 Praise God. Please, don't let it be said too late. Time is running out for all of us. Hallelujah. We know not the day nor the hour. But he is coming. Jesus is coming. The word of God says he's coming on the cloud. Every eye shall see him. He said every knee shall bow. Every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. But on that day your confession will not be relevant. Why? Because it will be too late if you're not saved. For those who are saved, yes, that confession will be true to their heart. But you will witness the true and living God, the Son himself. You will witness it. But it won't help you if you don't accept him before that day. I pray for you each and every day. This is the Faith Power Hour signing off. 9-1-1, September 11th, the anniversary of a tragedy. Will you be your own worst enemy? Or will you be your own hero? 
It's going to take you now. Jesus Christ paid the price. It is up to you now to accept what he has done for you. Father God, we thank you. Faith Power Hour, God's Living Water Ministry, say, see you soon. In Jesus' name, amen.